You are listening to Exchange by Evolution, a melting pot of ideas and inspirations shared by some of the most successful technical leaders in the APEC region. I'm Pearlie, Associate Consultant with Evolution Recruitment Solutions, and I connect businesses with top tech talents across the industry. And today, I'm your host. Just a disclaimer before we get into the discussion. All thoughts and views spoken by the speaker or myself are purely representative of each individual and not that of the company. So, welcome to another installment of our podcast. On today's podcast, we'll be discussing the topic of data product management, using data insights to drive growth. Okay, I'm delighted to be joined by our esteemed guest, Vichy, Head of Data Product Management and Platforms at Crystal AI. <laughs> okay, so for starters, Vichy, would you like to introduce yourself a little bit to the audience? Sure. So, thanks, thanks so much, Barley, for inviting me here. Uh, glad to be here. So, uh, as you said, I'm currently doing data product management and platforms mm-hmm. at Crystal AI. There, my role in short, which we'll talk about a bit more in our uh, discussion, is basically looking after data as a product in the organization and serving internal and external stakeholders. Mm-hmm. Uh, before this, I was working with uh, PayPal mm-hmm. in their global uh, growth lab team, where my role was to take care of their merchant business and build data driven strategies. Uh, I have a master's in uh, BA and MBA, uh, like general management. Mm. And uh, in my free time, I'm quite well connected across universities in India, Singapore and US. I do a lot of guest lecturing as well as mentoring sessions for various students. So that is my way of giving it back. That's really awesome. We need more people like you in the community. (laughs) I think uh, there are a lot. There are a lot of people working. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, okay, let's jump right into our podcast questions. So a lot of people don't really understand the concept of, you know, data product management. So how does the role of, you know, data product manager differ from other product management roles? Maybe we can start with that. Sure. I, I think this, this is one of the most asked questions uh, from me in the last couple of months since I moved to this new role at Crystal AI. Mm. So basically in terms of ethos and ways of working, uh, data product managers are quite similar to a typical general product manager. Mm. But uh, what makes them unique is they treat data as their product. Mm. So when I say data as a product, you can broadly look it into uh, three three pillars, I would say. Mm. First would be data as a service. So it would be something like Bloomberg APIs. Mm-hmm. So if you see in market, you have a lot of rules nowadays around API product managers. Mm-hmm. So those are basically nothing but data products in the form of APIs. Mm-hmm. Second would be data as insight. Uh, so these are basically products that are driving efficiencies within the organization. Mm-hmm. So you might be building some sort of segmentation engine or some sort of dashboard to help your business teams do their job better. Mm-hmm. So that is data as insight. And then data as a, as a tool to enhance customer experience would be the third pillar. Uh, there you are basically building your AI ML models to mm-hmm. basically achieve your business goals. It could be doing cross-sell, upsell, enhancing their experience through onboarding. So kind of business goals mm-hmm. are impacted there. Mm-hmm. So whenever we talk about data product managers, broadly I see that they are working in either one or two of these spaces in their organization. Mm-hmm. That is how... That, that is the basic difference between a DPM and a typical PM. Mm, I see. And interestingly, you know, how did you actually transition into a DPM role? 
so basically i was um, i was always involved in data so i would say in my career i have touched data product marketing these three pillars but i was never in the formal role of a pm in past so uh, since this is a very new field and not many rules are there in the market uh, i would say even organizations are not able to find a person who is already a data pm so they generally reach out to people who have been involved in business plus data space so that they can contribute and build products around machine learning ai or through bi tableau and all so i think that is how i came across this opportunity as well where uh, our ceo was looking for someone who can treat data as a as a product within the organization and fuel the next phase of our growth and it just kind of worked out in my favor oh that's so interesting wow what a natural transition right okay so i guess you know um what's the role of data in product development and decision making so essentially you know how do pro- uh, data product managers use data so uh yeah i would say data is already quite critical for all product managers mm. and um, every product manager is uh, is expected to be well versed with data mm. but i would say data product managers are bound to be more uh, hands on with data because mm. they work a lot not only with engineering but also with data scientists and data analysts mm. so they need to know how to pull data manipulate it and basically use it in the form of pipelines across the organization mm. so that way uh, i think the expectation in terms of being data savvy is a bit more from data product managers mm. uh, two areas where they especially excel i would say is data product managers are very good in prioritizing requests that come to them mm. so they are very uh, i would say um, quantified in the in the way they go after the ideas that are there in their backlog so they try to do some sort of business casing like i always try to do business casing whenever i have an idea in my backlog mm-hmm. i try to see uh, what is the quantified impact or incremental lift i can drive from that idea and uh, apart from that i think lot of data product managers are also good in measurement and tracking aspects so they are not blinded by the outcome or the uh, output kpi so for example in paypal the outcome kpi for us was number of successful transactions but our data product management team was always focused on granular customer journeys like number of customers that are taking an intent towards doing a successful transaction which is for example people landing on certain page filling up certain form clicking on next button mm-hmm. so i would say yeah prioritizing requests as well as tracking and measurement is is more rigorous for data product managers as compared to a typical pm i would say mm-hmm. I see. Okay, now do we have a better idea of how you know DPMs actually use data and where their focus lies? So you know, I'm just kind of curious. Uh, what are some of the most important metrics for data PMs and why? Yeah, uh, so that's a that's a great question because uh, for DPMs the KPIs are at different levels. Oh, really? Yeah. So you can imagine like if you are working on a product which is influencing customer journey, mm. then one of your core KPI would be connected to business uh, KPI, which could be number of successful onboarding mm. or number of products per customer. But when you are dealing with data product which is driving efficiencies internally, then your KPI is not very much connected to business goal. Although every PM would love to. quantify their efforts using business kpis but there your kpi would be number of internal stakeholders using your data product for example in my case i am working on a segmentation engine 
so my kpi is number of people who have created segment mm-hmm. uh, number of active segments or number of api calls to my segmentation engine mm-hmm. is a successful criteria mm-hmm. now i would love to know what teams use those segments for and what impact it drove as an organization that is my secondary kpi mm-hmm. but for me first would be whether my product is being used across the organization or not mm-hmm. is that core kpi so it depends upon where you are uh, you are supporting the business if it is external customer it is business kpi only mm-hmm. if it is internal it is more like number of people using your products mm, i see it makes sense it depends on where this dpm sits as well and you know what are their overall business goals right exactly mm. Okay, cool. And I guess you know um, what generally what's the structure of a data product management team? Because a lot of people would be kind of curious as well. Uh, that's a that's a great question, partly partially because uh, like I have worked in uh, MNCs. Mm-hmm. I'm working in a relatively smaller organization, although mm-hmm. I don't like to call it as a startup, but <laughs> we operate in a startup model only. So I have seen that data team structure varies a lot based on the maturity of the organization. So if you look at bigger organization, you have very homogeneous teams where the people with similar skill set are part of same team and they are supporting across the organization related to request which pertain to their skill set. But when we are working in a startup or high growth environment, it is a very heterogeneous team. and in terms of skill set they are primarily three layers i have seen uh, most often mm-hmm. one is a data engineer mm-hmm. so these are the people who are dotted part of tech team only mm-hmm. they are the ones who are doing the foundational work in terms of building the pipeline that everybody else in your data team can use and uh, do their job so mm-hmm. quite foundational people then on top of that it comes uh, to data modelers or data scientists mm-hmm. these are the people who are using those pipelines to build models and giving enhanced customer experience and then third would be uh people who are business/data analysts these are the people who are helping in terms of building the use case and measurement and tracking of your products mm-hmm. so primarily i would say these three are the are the core skill set or team members that a typical data product team you will see apart from product manager himself mm-hmm. uh, and concentration and size of the team will of course depend on the maturity of the organization mm-hmm. if you are a organization who is going into data literacy mode mm-hmm. then you will see there are more bas and das mm-hmm. but if you are a, if you are a organization who is very tech savvy who has very clean data then you will see that they are more data scientists they are as compared to any analysts mm-hmm. so that is how it changed for us it is more or like balanced we have two data engineers one data scientist and two bas mm-hmm. that is how we are kind of structured yeah the team right now at prisa mm-hmm. i guess is more lean as well right yeah, yeah. okay understand that's really interesting give us really good insights so you know i guess what are some um, effective strategies used when leading and managing data product teams because you know you got you are actually leading a team of diverse data professionals right correct correct so partly since you are in in the recruitment <laughs> world i'm sure you know finding great talent is very important uh, yeah. it is hard to find a great talent but i think the overall success of that engagement comes down to the fact once you have great talent in your organization whether you are able to harness it for the benefit of your team as well as organization mm-hmm. and uh, to be honest to be frank i have learned it in a hard way oh. uh, so <laughs> i have had some experiences where i realize okay i could have done this thing differently or that thing differently yeah. 
So one thing that I would definitely say that whenever you are working with any data team and especially data product managers mm-hmm. or data product team, mm-hmm. uh, since data is so critical in every organization, lot of times we get pulled into various conversation where sometimes we are not even needed. And uh, everybody wants our time and they say that, okay, uh, this is super, super critical. Why don't we do this using data, do that using data? Mm-hmm. So it is very important as a leader that you are able to point your team in right direction or right problem to focus on. Mm-hmm. Uh, not everything is important. Mm-hmm. If you do some rigorous prioritization, you will see there are only one, maybe P0 and then several P1s that you need to take care at a point of time. Mm-hmm. So I think uh, having that focus is very important because a lot of these data projects, even before they start, requires a lot of groundwork mm-hmm. in terms of cleaning, identifying opportunity, doing business casing. So I think that is my kind of learning that always very focused in terms of prioritizing and pointing the team in the right direction mm-hmm. or right problem to solve for. Mm-hmm. And apart from that, I think there are a few nuances that need to keep in mind, I would say is getting agreement on on something like a baseline approach. Mm-hmm. Like when you are solving a data problem, there are various ways of solving it. Supervised learning, unsupervised learning, business, uh, business rules. Mm-hmm. So just get that baseline agreement right up front. Mm-hmm that uh, this is how we are approaching, why we are approaching and why we are not taking any other route. Mm. Because down the line, sometimes conversations get very, uh, I would say diluted because everybody has their own thought about solving a problem. So that is where PM's role come, like they are able to document everything Mm. and keep it streamlined. Mm. So I think uh, these two for me are kind of learnings uh, that I would say that we need to keep in mind Mm. while leading any data team. I see. Yeah, that's really insightful. I mean, it's really important to align in terms of like the baseline approach, right? Yeah, yeah so that you guys are actually moving in the same direction. <laughs> exactly. And a lot of times, uh, even your tech team might say that, why don't we try this or that? Yeah. It is very important for you to say that, no, let's just go ahead with what we decided. And in our buffer time, maybe we cannot try something else because with data, uh, sometimes people get excited and they get into directions which they are not supposed to. So. Yeah. <laughs> Just keeping it focused. Getting like sidetracked side here and there, yes. right? <laughs> yeah, I see. Okay. Um, I guess, you know, in terms of future of data and its impact on PM, um, and the, what, what do you think are some of the emerging trends um, in, in this field? Um, so when I look at market, like uh, all the SVB and Credit Suisse thing, yes. I think... I think trend-wise, I would definitely say that uh, uh, I think a lot of us, a lot of tech companies are under a lot of pressure Mm -hmm. uh, regarding funding Mm -hmm. and um, just proving their worth. Mm -hmm. I think uh, when I talk to my colleagues in other organizations, even the big ones, uh, uh, they are under severe pressure to prove their worth, Mm -hmm. where they have spent their time, where resources have went and what is the outcome? So mm-hmm. I see a lot more people are now moving towards these tools like Amplitude, Mixpanel, which are about customer uh, behavioral tracking on the platform to justify the effort. Mm-hmm. So I think the the usage of such tools is going to increase, I would say, just to justify what we are doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is definitely one thing I would say is uh, making a significant impact. Mm-hmm. Other than that, uh, I would say a lot of people uh, like talk about data demo democracy like uh, it uh, it should be accessible to everyone and it should be self-served now while doing that i have noticed that a lot of especially uh, 
organizations in hyper growth they are not able to put in right checks and balances mm-hmm. in terms of accessing that data mm-hmm. so a lot of times we see that uh, data can be abused or there is a opportunity to abuse data if you look at the number of data breaches actually it has increased in last year compared to the, the years before mm-hmm. and that is because a lot of these organizations grew so fast that they were not able to control the usage of data mm-hmm. and that is where i feel lot of new startups are coming in which are giving some solutions about managing the security and privacy of your data mm-hmm. in a very agile format and not that traditional uh, you know uh, rule based hierarchy model which is very hard to maintain so i think uh, these two things personally uh, uh, i feel are going to be quite big mm-hmm. in next one or two years mm-hmm. uh, especially for startups and fast growing organizations mm-hmm. i couldn't agree more with you you know um, i've seen a rising trend in focus on data governance and data observability yes yes because people you know want to or rather organizations would want to keep their data in check as well exactly and having proper audit audit trails in place lineages in place mm-hmm. helps in even if things go wrong at least you know where it went wrong and probably who is the culprit i don't know <laughs> but yeah so those are the other things i would say okay So I guess you know um one last question for you um maybe from like a job seekers kind of standpoint you know if someone were to move into a DPM role what are some of the advice that you would kind of give to this group of people because obviously you know this role is I would say pretty niche and it's not that common at the moment so what would be some of your career advice Yeah I would say uh, definitely as this role has data in its name mm-hmm. uh you should be ideally in a field very which is very data centric either you are a data scientist maybe a data engineer or probably if you are a data analyst or business analyst that is even better because you have that business exposure behind you you can take some learnings from there so i think that is first and foremost uh, like uh, your comfort with data second would be uh, i think uh, customer empathy is super important although you are dealing with data but as, at the end of the day uh, you have some customers either internal or external mm-hmm. so you should be super comfortable in talking to your stakeholders internally and even your customers and understand what kind of problems they are facing and see how your data can help in solving those problems i think uh, as long as these two things are sorted i would say everything else will fall in place uh, if you're looking for a role in this this mm-hmm. space Okay, so all you guys out there looking to transition into a DPM role, uh, this is really golden advice. All right, we will leave it here as it is today. That's all the time that we have. And once again, you know, I would like to take this opportunity to thank Vishy for your contributions and insights. <laughs> yeah, I really enjoyed this chat. And to all listeners out there, thank you everyone for listening. And I'll see you guys next time. All right, goodbye.